0: The following podcast may contain inappropriate
1: language, sexual content, and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Welcome to the Gonzo.moe No Name Anime Show. A show where I don't have my notes up, so I don't even know what the show's about. It's an anime podcast. That's probably true. Uh, in theory, it comes out on Wednesdays when we remember to record it. It's a discussion type show. We're going to talk about a lot of manga and a lot of anime this week. Surprise, it's an anime and manga podcast. If you want more it's episodes. Mango. I'm sorry. Uh, If you want more stuff, it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on Google, it's on Spotify, you can follow us on Twitter, you can leave a voicemail at 716 46 43 that's 716-466-6343. I'm JP, I'm joined by Noel and Kyle. How are you doing,
1: Kyle? You know, I just want to say, the greatest surprise of my week was listening to our last episode, which I listened to because I was curious how the final product turned out, and the greatest surprise was hearing, you know, I've always wondered, what is a clock a metaphor for? (laughs) And now I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, he you know, that surprise. I misremembered that, and it's actually the mirrors. But <laughs> no, the clocks are a metaphor, and the mirrors are a metaphor. Well, it's get wrecked. Very important. <laughs>
0: the shows of the rainbow is great. They're maybe not the most woke band. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of the songs on that album uh, would get him in a lot of trouble today. Uh, but it's a very fun, weird kind of electronic noise record
1: i know is i'm never gonna look at clocks the same who knew that they were a metaphor for time yeah Wow. <laughs> well if you listen closely he says cock not clock but oh, uh that better. that
0: album's called rad boys only it's on spotify so is the no-name show and how are you doing noel
2: i'm doing great i almost got stranded in brooklyn yesterday it, nice yeah i was uh I was half contemplating, you know what, maybe I should just give up uh, trying to get back to Long Island and just go to JP's house and say, hey, can I live with you forever? Yeah, (laughs) because there's no way we would have ever been able to get back to Long Island. I don't know. It was just like, it's like every train I was going to that was going to take me back to the LIRR just it was either out of service or it got delayed like an hour. It was, it was just a rough time. That's day. That's rough. What time
0: was that roughly? I wonder if I was even home.
2: Like I started making my way back at 11. I did not actually get home until three. Oh, I would have been asleep, but (laughs) you know, it's worth a shot. Try to wake me up next time.
0: (laughs) I, holy, I know this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but as long as we're talking about Brooklyn, Yesterday, on my way home from work, the moment I get on the train, I get a notification from this app called Citizen. Citizen is a crime and kind of just shenanigans alert app for those who aren't aware. So, you know, it could be anything from like a car breaking in to a stabbing to sometimes somebody spots a cute animal and it shows up. This time it was a fire. And it said, there's a fire 50 feet near you. And I thought, okay, well... You know, sometimes it follows your location throughout the day. So maybe they mean fifty feet feet from where I am now. I thought there's no way this is my apartment, and I open up the app, and sure enough, it is.
2: <laughs> uh, it's like literally your apartment. It was
0: literally my apartment. There was live footage of three or four fire trucks outside of my building. I don't know if it was a real fire or a false alarm, uh, because by the time I got home, which only took a half hour, everything was gone. Like all the oh, fire wow. trucks, it was fine, uh, but it was like, "Oh, cool! I may come home to no apartment, just like in Fight Club." Uh, Did that happen in Fight Club? <laughs> that's the opening of Fight Club. His apartment oh, okay. gets blown up, and so then he goes to live in that abandoned house.
1: So I oh, thought okay. it, I thought it starts with the plane ride, but is that later? Well, yes.
0: I mean, it does start with a plane ride, but he gets home from the plane ride. Oh, it's like within okay. the first fifteen minutes of the film.
1: Yeah, I've only I you know I saw it so long ago. I only remember the plane ride. But, you know,
0: to make it even more interesting, the moment I got off the train, uh, I was almost run over by a police officer. All cops are
2: bastards. That they are. Especially that
0: guy. Oh, my God. Well, like, it's not even an area where you're supposed to be driving. It's like the under the train area where people wait to cross the street. And this motherfucker pulls up like two feet behind me. Anyway, this is an anime podcast, probably. And speaking of crime, let's talk about Vic Mignogna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, checks out. Have not looked through all of the details because it seems that this happened what, either this morning or la- yesterday
2: evening. It was like, it was like, yeah, it was like late last night. I remember like the news broke, and I looked at my phone, and I was like, wow, I was. I was like, yeah, I think it was like I was on my way into Brooklyn and I got the, the notification that, Hey, Vic, Vic, owes people more money now.
0: Yeah. He lost the appeal. And while I have not had any time to read any of the various articles that have come out about it, what I do know is that he, you know, he took what, uh, Jamie Markey, Monica Rial, Ron Toy and Funimation to court over defamation charges back in, what, 2019, 2020-ish? And he had all of those, pretty much all of it dismissed, I believe. I think they threw the case out. And so he filed for an appeal. And that took, what, three years to finally get a verdict? So long that I just assumed that it got shelved indefinitely. So I was very surprised when I opened up my phone and it said, Vic Yana is trending.
2: <laughs> right. Uh,
0: uh, my, yeah, the only thing that I really know without looking up everything is that this means he owes more money than he did before. Probably right. because Racked. of the additional legal fees involved in filing for an appeal and taking three years to get that taken care of.
2: Yeah. So like sound the air horns, people, the, the Vic Mignana pack is being smoked as the, the, the people say. I think the
1: greatest thing, though, is just how many publications were doing this. So, you know, obviously, I saw uh, Lindsay of Anime News Network talking about this first. And she was kind of like, here, I'm going to kind of go into it a little more. But then I started to see posts from, like, what, the Japan Times? And I saw a post from NPR,
2: even. Yeah, NPR. Well, I feel like the other publications, like, uh, covering this story is really just because like they can connect him to Dragon Ball and there's like the new Dragon Ball movie coming oh out. Oh
0: my God, that is, I didn't even think about that because the that first did, one happened still. around the time of Broly, didn't it? Y- yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it is. It, so like, so yeah, Dragon Ball as a thing is trending. So you can like have your headline be, oh, Dragon Ball Z voice actor, Vic Mignogna. And, and that gets you, you know, the SEO. I but this like is really
1: good to see him getting because a lot of times I think this anime news stays in anime corners, right? Oh yeah. So definitely. the fact that this was like, like literally, I went to every major publication and they're all just like Vic Mignana, no, no, like get fucking wrecked.
2: Uh, <laughs> that's so a, good. That's the headline on the New York Times.
0: That's well. What's what's so fascinating to me about this is that his first time, like the the case, the first time around, it did get some press, but not it feels like this is much more right. Uh, I know that WNYC did like a story and Kotaku, I think did a story. And then like some fucking Dallas newspaper did a story. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, not a great time to be Vic Mignogna. Not at all. Not that it's ever a good time.
2: Well, I feel like, uh, the, the mid two thousands was a fantastic time to be Vic Mignogna yeah that's probably true yeah yeah (laughs) because you know you're just you're just traveling around the around the country yeah you get to like you go up on stage and you go like roy mustang wears a miniskirt and like everyone cheers
0: (laughs) well now he's doing weird anti-union rants at like cons that no one wants to go to yeah. I, I don't have the audio in front of me and it's like three minutes long anyway, so I'm not gonna <laughs> play it. Uh I want to say it was anime Matsuri. He goes on this weird that. tirade about how the unions are keeping voice actors down and they want their dues and you know they're yeah. gonna keep you from getting all those jobs and this and yes, that. Sounds like he, which is, sounds which like he got like, kicked out of SAG. <laughs> he said, I don't even care that they kicked me out. But What's so funny about all of this is like Full Metal Alchemist was really, really big. Probably one of the biggest shows of his career. And if that was a union job, he would have made a shitload of money in residuals. Right. And he yes, did not.
2: Like, right. Jeez.
0: Not so much anymore. Uh, unfortunately, they've written revid- residuals out of the voice actor contracts now. Wow. But that sucks. Think, I think at the time there was some potential maybe it was only for movies i don't know Mm -hmm. it's a fucking mess
2: we'll say this sounds terrible and i mean like the just the whole thing with Vic is is crazy because like you said like he was the voice of a full metal alchemist at the time when it was like at the height of its popularity and and yeah, like, think about that. Cause you have like anime fandom that's very distinctly like, hey, no, subs over dubs. We don't particularly care for like English dubs. And yet, those same people are like, they love fucking Vic. Like, I don't think they like
0: Vic, though. I think they like what Vic represents.
2: No, cause I mean, like, we talked about this that, a
0: few episodes ago, I think.
2: Right, yeah, because, like, there are definitely, like, the reactionaries and the fucking, like, oh, man, SJWs are taking my anime kind of people who are, like, very much on this, but there's also a subsect of this who are genuinely, like, they love Vic, like, they've loved Vic since, like, 05, and a lot of them are just like, hey, you know, I, I... I grew up, I was very like, uh, you know, introverted and shy, but then I went to my first anime convention and like Vic took a picture with me and that, that that made me feel like, like I belong and stuff. And that's not me necessarily like shitting on, on that feeling. Like if, if Vic made you feel better in that sense at a time when you were like that, then, like, more power to you, but, like, he's also a creep asshole, so. <laughs> like.
0: it's, it's something that I never really understood about anime fandom, and maybe it's because I'm a broken human being, <laughs> but I never got, like, really into voice actors. I liked Crispin mm. Freeman a lot, but I was never like, oh, man, get hyped. Crispin Freeman is playing the fucking teacher in Yashihime. There may be a podcast where I got hyped about that. <laughs> but you know, people would get so excited about Vic, but also other actors. Like I see people that are like, holy shit, Monica Rial is playing Uzaki-chan. And it's like, well, it's cool. <laughs> you know, I'm happy that she's getting work. I'm happy that they found somebody that fits the character, but I'm not going to watch a show just cause a
2: voice actors in it. And I mean, I just, yeah. I, it's, I never understood it. I mean, Hey, yeah. Like, uh, like, shit, there was a time where they were, like, selling DVDs off, hey, Vic voices a character in here. Like, there's the f- the friggin', like, level E DVDs that say, oh, yeah. featuring Vic Mignogna.
1: You know,
0: I guess that's to just be f-
2: insane. T- I don't get it. To
0: be fair, I don't think I feel that way about live-action actors, either, now that I think about it. Like, <laughs> I, I think Brad Pitt's a good actor, but I'm not gonna see a movie just because Brad Pitt's in it.
2: You're not gonna see Bullet Train
0: just because it's Brad Pitt, like,
2: I don't know how I feel about that dude. movie. The trailer
0: really? tells me that I think I might like it. See, but- I don't
1: know. I I do think that it is a draw for live action films, but it's mm. because like there's so much more a part of it, right? Like if you were to remove, like I just watched Scream Two recently because David Warner died, and uh. David Warner is only in that movie for his, like a scene and a half. Sorry, maybe, like, it's a full scene, but, like, they cut, and then, like, a minute later, he shows up, like, walking towards the camera, and then he's gone. Like, he only appears in that movie for all of, like, two minutes, and it's a very compelling two minutes, but, like, I watched that movie because he was in it. If you were to remove him, the movie would be worse, but if you removed (laughs) a voice actor, you would just get another voice actor. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, the footage is still there. Yeah, well, that's... It's a different thing.
0: Yeah, because, like, a live-action... Performance. The actor is bringing something to that performance. Not always. Like in TV shows, a lot of times, if you're guy that's getting the ticket from the main character going through the toll booth, you probably don't get to put a lot of yourself in that role.
2: Right. Yeah. But uh, well, I mean, like voice actors. I feel like voice actors do bring like something to it. Like I think the Japanese voice actors absolutely do. But yeah, but I would say when they're getting dubbed, a lot of times they're just trying to make it sound like the Japanese. I'm yeah, definitely. There are, there are others who like bring a distinctness to it. Like, you know, there are definitely people who prefer Sean Chamel to like Masaka Nazawa, mm-hmm. and yeah. And like, hell, like there, there was a while where it like took, it took me a while to like get used to watching, like say Evangelion without like Tiffany Grant as Oscar.
0: I guess also, uh, like Yu Yu Hakusho, I think is a really right. great example of actors actually bringing something. But it, it happens so seldom now.
2: Hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know. I'm just being a grumpy asshole. Uh, <laughs> Vic Mignana, go fuck yourself. Have fun paying, mm-hmm. what is it, a quarter million dollars to. It's a yeah, lot. And a also, his reputation is dragged in the mud.
2: Love to see it. Like but he
0: has uh, his own dubbing studio now.
2: Yeah. Go out there, kids, and see Gen Benojo. <laughs> Zip Shimonetta or whatever. <laughs> Zip Shimonetta. Uh, so uh I yeah, on topic of Vic, I just want to put out there I was actually on the uh on Joe Winchell's uh millennial stoner podcast. Oh my if god Yeah. If if you're into stand up comedy, which uh I don't know how much crossover there is between that and anime, like check it out. Joe's uh Joe's a very funny guy, he has like interesting insight into comedy and like show business in general how would we find that? Like, if uh, it's, we- it's on Spotify. Uh, you could look up, uh, the millennial stoner with Joe Winchell. He's, he also has his stuff up on YouTube, but I wanted to bring that up because I bring up Vic in the episode and he sees a picture of Vic and for like five minutes, he just goes in on the dude. Oh my God. It's yeah. It's actually pretty ridiculous. Well,
0: I I don't think voice actors are bad people. I think Vic Mignogna is a bad person. I'm just a grumpy, <laughs> jaded old bastard. I think everybody does good stuff and should get
2: paid more. Uh, well, I mean, it was proven in a court of law that Vic Mignana is a bad person.
0: Well, that's, uh, right. that's kind
2: eh. of not how it works.
0: Right, Because yeah. it was a defamation right. case. All they proved was that he didn't have enough evidence to prove defamation. Right. Um and that's one thing that I hate about these lawsuits is that they get twisted by fans. Like, well, you see innocent until proven guilty. Like that's not what this case was about.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, sure. It wasn't
0: like, a criminal proceeding. People did that with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard as well, and it's right. like regardless of what they actually did or didn't do, that's not what the case was. It was mm-hmm. you you defamed me,
2: and it right. was proven
0: that it didn't happen or
2: vice now versa. Now I have a- now I have less fame because of you, you, you know. Yeah, uh, it's they're very petty cases. Yeah, I also saw like a a Twitter thread about a lady saying that like when she was fourteen, Vic like groped her tit while they took a picture, oh, I'm and sure. everyone's just like, "Show us the proof!" And it's like, I'm not gonna tweet out a picture of me getting groped by Vic Mignano when I was fourteen, dude.
0: Yeah, that is really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, speaking of minors, I guess I don't know. I watched the first episode of a show called I recently Shaved after getting rejected and I took in a high school dropout. What is it called? Yeah, I think it I don't think it's high school dropout. I think it's specifically high school girl. Let me see. oh, here we go.
2: It, it's like <laughs> it, Hige Hito or yeah some it's it
0: shortened to Hige Hige hero. Uh, Higa Hero. after being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. So we watched this totally randomly. So this same thing happened to me with Flowers of Evil, the manga. Sometimes when I see bad graphic design, it draws me to the thing. (laughs) (laughs) The cover art for this on Crunchyroll is like kind of hilariously bad. And then when I saw what show it was, I'm like, oh God, we've got to watch this. This is going to be awful. And it's really interesting because it's, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. And I, I read a bunch of reviews from other people to see if I'm just losing my mind. Maybe <laughs> I'm just
2: broken and desensitized to this story. Yeah, you're too anime-brained to, to realize why this would be weird.
0: But it seems that uh, when the first episode came out, Anime News Network kind of felt the same way. So this is a story, if you couldn't tell from the title, about a 26-year-old guy that takes in, uh, I don't know, hopefully an 18-year-old girl. (laughs) Maybe she's 14. I have no idea. She hasn't said it out loud. I don't want to think about it. Uh, It's actually a very similar opening to, uh, what was it called, Very Private Lesson, which is an awful show. We did a podcast. Don't watch
2: it, but it starts the exact same
0: way. A guy, Funny is, enough
2: very private lesson still on right stuff.
0: Yeah, that's not surprising. They probably still have copies of it. <laughs> uh, so very private lesson and this open up with our main character like hammered after a bad date, running into a like a high school girl just sitting on the side of the road and saying, What are you doing out here? and then bringing her home. <laughs> it is wild that this is in more than one show. <laughs> But then when does he shave? You know, he doesn't shave. (laughs) What? Sometimes. false
2: advertising.
0: I mean, I only watched episode one, uh, but I guess the title does imply that he shaved first, and then he took in the high school runaway. There's a few points where they do a close-up on him, and you can see stubble, but when they cut back to the medium or wide, they don't animate the stubble anymore, which I think is very funny.
2: Yeah, so he doesn't even have a beard? Yes, this is this is ridiculous. Uh, so he finds this young girl,
0: and he's like, well, you don't have anywhere to go. You can stay at my place tonight. And she's like, dope. I'll, like, fuck you in return. He's like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. And that's when the first, like, red flag in my head went off because I thought, well, I know what the title is, but there's no way it's actually that. <laughs> And then that kept happening. Like, well, they haven't indulged in this yet. And he's like pretty, pretty adamant about this is not okay. We can't do this. So like, maybe it's going to be all right. And that's what most of these reviews I was reading were about. Oh, okay. Because like, I don't know. It was well animated and like the music was fine. Everything else was fine. Mm. Like, well, this is not as... crazy as i was expecting maybe i'll watch another episode
2: okay is there ever like an instance where like a lady he's seeing comes to his apartment it's like that, why is there a high school girl here that
0: did not happen in episode one oh, okay so there's like
2: 13 episodes
0: i believe hmm. now this could also go in another direction because this could end up turning into some like wholesome thing where he helps her you know get off the streets and and you know, help her with her self esteem and her self worth and stop, like, you know, trying to hook up with strangers so she can crash at their place.
1: Yeah, well, I hope tell- so. I mean, because otherwise, I'm pretty sure there's like a whole genre of porn that's just this. Yes, yeah, yes. He, he,
2: he tells right? her, they, like, what are we going to see
1: next? Uh, oh, this anime girl got stuck underneath my coffee table.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he tells her she doesn't have to put on the red light. Oh my god, There's we made that joke last week. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what we need more anime like that. We need more anime about more anime directed by Sting. Yeah, that you don't have to put out the red light. Well, so
0: the other way that this could go, and this is what I was telling my girlfriend. And I, did, I had to pretend not to like the show the entire time we watched it. <laughs> like this is ridiculous. This is so <laughs> this
2: is stupid. Blah blah blah. I want to watch another episode, but not when you're here. <laughs> You're um, like you're sitting there, like what would a how would a normal person react to this? Well, then
0: I went on this whole rant about g uh, Gekon and Koi Kaze. <laughs> I was like, anime just keeps doing this and blah blah blah. But then we and, finished the episode and it was like super tame and nothing happened. I'm like, well, maybe we could watch another. <laughs> but I told her I was like, look, this could end one of two ways. We could have the wholesome ending, the one I just described, or he's going to say no for twelve episodes and establish that he's a good guy, and then in episode 13, they get it on. But it's okay, because he said no for 12 episodes, and he took care of her and bought her clothes and got her back in school, so it's okay. (laughs) And she turned 18 in episode 12, so it doesn't count anymore. Right, or... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen.
2: And I feel like even like the wholesome ending sometimes would still end with her, like I don't know, on her way to school or going back home, and then she, like, runs back and kisses him on the mouth real quick.
1: Yeah, it's... it's Anime, a, it's a real Russian roulette, isn't it? It's certainly mm. a show. Well, I've noticed,
0: because I've obviously i have watched quite a bit more anime than she has, and so I get jaded really fast when we're watching something, because I've just seen all of these stories too many times. Of course. And, like...
1: I, I mean, <laughs> you're talking to someone i bought the manga what is that uh the one where the guy raises the girl and it's cute for like the si- and then it, there's like a time skip and she turns oh, yeah. into a high schooler like, Bunny drop? Drop. yeah, yeah. I, bu- I bought that manga and i i think i have one or two of the adult ones and i just stopped buying it and then i think i was gonna buy a new volume uh and i and about... dreamer <laughs> want to say one warned me of like hey this turns into like this i went oh no oh yeah <laughs> i don't know what to do with this manga now Well, that's why i'm so suspicious
0: because that's like <laughs> such a trope it's this is like deeply ingrained in like japanese literature even because yeah
2: like that whole hikaru genji yes concept. Yes.
0: yes that's exactly <laughs> in the middle of jobless reincarnation the main character is like oh, i could do a tales of genji here <laughs> right like you
2: son of a bitch i had to google what that meant (laughs) now i have forbidden knowledge right yeah well hikaru genji like i found out about that through uh carnival phantasm which is like that that like joke show with all the type moon characters oh my god
0: uh yeah i don't know uh this show could be good it could be not good i'm i don't know i might watch one more episode it's I, I don't have a good excuse. I just let's put I didn't it this way: it.
1: like it sounds like the best case scenario is it's just like okay, it didn't do the thing that I was afraid it would do. But it, this sounds like a pretty milquetoast show. Well, and then the worst case scenario, it's like oh, it did the thing I was worried it did. Here's yeah. here's Fuck. the
0: problem with me is when I watch a lot of shows, I get so distracted by poor production value, really generic writing. And just like, you know, the same character designs and everything. And like, while well, this is, you know, a lot of anime has very similar character designs. When I see a competently put together show, it's easier for me to give it another chance if I don't necessarily like the story content.
2: Yeah, I'm is it a competent these, show? I'm looking at some of these character designs and I'm like, yeah, this is very I would not recognize this like stacked up against other stuff it's I, I think it is competently made
0: I I mean I oh, thought that yeah. some of the I didn't really like the voice actor for the uh, the guy uh, the dub hmm. but it was fine um, I you know that was with jobless reincarnation i I watched two seasons of that I didn't think that everything in the story was good or moral or even comfortable to talk about around other humans but it's one of the best made shows I've seen in years and uh, I you Which, know? I
2: mean, there's like a there's like a sad aspect to that, too. <laughs> well, there is, yes. Uh, yeah.
0: Best made in terms of, uh, I mean, like animation quality, you know, color choice, that kind of stuff. It was, oh, it no, was a I very meant, like, well-made in, show.
2: I meant like in the sense of like the best Why, made show one? in a lot. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's the horny baby show.
0: He's only a horny baby in one scene in one episode.
2: Look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the, the horny child show
0: uh yeah we'll give him that the horny prepubescent boy which any of us on this podcast if we weren't horny prepubescent boys then you can throw the first stone (laughs) uh anyway that show got me something but we'll uh reserve uh judgment for another episode i guess yeah uh so we wanted to catch up on licorice recoil I believe yes, we talked weird. about one or two episodes and now, uh, Noel is up to date. I am one episode shy. And I think Kyle, maybe two episodes
2: shy.
1: Yeah. I just finished episode six right before we recorded.
2: Okay. I won't say anything about episode eight, but I will say that like, it is, it is like the weirdest. Anime episode I've seen in a while in terms of just pacing. Oh boy. Cause it, it, not in a bad way. It's just fascinating the way they did it. Cause I'm like, like this feels like two episodes that they mash together.
0: Yeah. It's possible. I mean, it's original yeah. series. They might not have had proper planning.
2: Yeah. Like originally they, they had planned for this episode to be like two different episodes. And somebody said like, Nope, we're actually doing 12 cut it. And then, then they just said, fuck it.
0: I guess I'll probably watch it later tonight, and I'll Mm. I'll see. I'll look out for what you're saying. Uh, So, Kyle, you just finished episode six. What happens in that so I can get my head in the right place?
1: All right. So, episode six is the episode. We're finally going back to the – this happened. We haven't talked about it, but there was a big explosion, quote-unquote, on the rail line. And now we're dealing with some of the fallout. From that, which was I think happened in episode four, mm, yeah, and yeah so, it was three or three or four, yep, yeah. So we you know, these people, the the terrorist guy who looks, you know, like the evil green-haired dude, he is now tracking down and killering licorice, and he somehow gets turned onto the trail of Argal, you know, uh, is it
2: Chikari or what's her name?
1: Uh, Chiato Chisato.
2: is is takina. Uh,
1: Yes. And so he tries to kill her. Of course, she's a killer with a poncho and is able to <laughs> kind of sort of fend them off, but before her he like blinds her with blood and there right. ends up being and like then, a big rescue.
2: Right, cuz yeah, he like he like flashes the blood into her eyes and, you know, unfortunately she has no one to pee the blood out of her eyes. Oh my god. Uh, you know, throwbacks to the old days, but, uh, yeah. And then like all of his gang, like circle her and he just gets in a fist fight with her.
0: I'm realizing I fell asleep during the second half
1: of this episode and just decided <laughs> to call it a watch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe go back. It's it is one of the better animated sequences in this episode.
2: Yeah. That's how I watch most episodes of dragon quest dies. Adventure. Now. <laughs> I,
1: I'll
0: go ahead. I just, uh, I really liked episode two of this show, and it's been kind of dragging for a while. The reason I'm watching it is because my girlfriend really likes it. And every Saturday, she's like, we need to watch the new episode. I'm like, all right. Uh-huh. And it's like, I don't hate the show, but it, it, it promised me something in episode two, and I don't feel like it's delivered on that promise. Has it? I feel like it has. I, maybe, maybe in the part I fell asleep during, but <laughs> there was like three episodes in a row where I'm like, what is this boring bullshit?
1: <laughs> all right so you know we haven't talked about three four five and six so i thought three was pretty good i thought three was a return to form i believe that's where they visit the da administration and they have that like chisato and our gal sukina they team up and they fight the two like asshole licorice oh yes. yeah
2: because because yeah that's when uh talking finds out she's been replaced by by this tall girl and then the the forehead girl is all like, "Man, you and Shisato, you don't belong here. This is only for like dope licorice who follow the rules and,
0: <laughs> and they play like laser
1: tag right right except with except with the uh like paintballs. yes, see, I thought that episode was one it had some really good combat animation. Mm. um this show is a very i I will say I discovered on episode five, especially they sometimes they're just like, let's save the money on this episode. And episode five uh, was rough. Was real was, rough. Is that which the which one the where episode? she
0: pushes a guy in a wheelchair around for 20 yep. minutes? Oh my God.
2: It's really I, rough. Hey, hey I, I like that episode as well, because I felt like everything led to an interesting payoff. Like when they fight that, that like a uh, assassin guy who, I feel like if this was a couple of years later, he would have been Chinese and like very offensive. <laughs> oh, don't worry. They waited to be offensive in until episode six.
1: <laughs> you know, I just think that like in general, they've shown that like, okay, when they're willing to spend the money, the animation can look really good. So yes. because it can look really good and it looks so good. Most of the time when this show has a drop in animation quality, it becomes really obvious. And I think it can hurt the show. Um, and also they do this thing where when the camera is at like a medium or you know, when it's like a medium shot or we're getting gay like an establishing shot and we see the characters, they turn into these really like they're giving them a very cutesy
2: look, like much more way. Okay. Kyle, did uh, you say when they're getting gay? When they're getting what? When they're getting gay. I did not hear that. Uh, I didn't oh. say that. Oh shoot. I thought that's what she said. I mean they no, do I, at like, one point yeah,
1: like, there very is some, much
0: so. There's some fondling at the end of that episode.
1: Right. Yeah, but no, It when we're when we're given kind of medium or faraway shots of mm-hmm. the characters, they they get a very, like, it, the only way to describe it is they look much more moe and they, they lose that kind of hard detail, which mm-hmm. I think really separates the show and kind of adds that, like, realis- realism that we're looking for. But at the same time, I do think that some of their character touches are great. I mean, episode three, I wasn't, I thought it was pretty good, but then there's a moment in that episode where... And again, like there is a lot of like touchy feelingness, and sometimes most of it from uh, Chisato, uh, but she picks up uh, the black-haired girl, like and like sw- and, like swings her around in front of all the licorice. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's yes, yes, I do. Been a while since I've seen that episode.
2: Yes, that once again, like I said, that's that's them getting gay, and
1: yeah, like that's <laughs> like I think that is weirdly like some of the best stuff in this. Like it feels. Like it's not so horny about it that
2: Yeah, but it's just like, it's just it's just girls being friends and gals being pals. Oh, we got horny yeah. later. There was a whole episode about buying underwear. Yeah, yes. no, like
1: it, it there definitely is. But like in terms of that, I liked it because it was like there's a lot let's put it this way, like they actually care to animate their bodies in like a, in a way that's not just violence, but it's not also just sexiness. Like it feels like an honest like, oh, yeah, like, you know, skinship kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, like, they're just like, it's it's not all just being high school girls and, like, fighting terrorists, you know? Sometimes they go to the aquarium, and they just be chilling and hanging out. Although, to be fair, the aquarium, I've seen it pointed
1: out by several people now, and I, you know, like, there's a lot of queer anime scenes which are <laughs> coded into aquarium scenes, so... I'm this could still, you know, I'm not saying it is like a lesbian action thing, but like it could very easily be.
2: I'm trying uh, to remember if there was like a scene in an aquarium in i Come like there had to have been because that shows super a lot. gay. Yeah. Like I've
1: seen the there's one in Sailor Moon with the uh Sailor Mars and I want to say Venus. I don't uh, want Sailor Moon. But, you yeah. know, there's the two lesbian
2: Sailor Moon characters. There, there will be... Someone will correct you. That's... Yes. That <laughs> Apologies, the w- everyone. The one Mayak time we culpa. get a voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> I... I want to say Saturn and Venus, but I'm not sure.
0: The show's just so anime.
1: It is very it anime. It is it's very anime. Uh, it can definitely be very low-key at times, and it turns really cutesy. I do think where it is kind of the harder... You know, like or rather when we get some of the harder, you know, uh gunslinger girls kind of stuff, I think that's where it excels. And I can see like the animators care more about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well yeah, the director uh, but, I believe is like an animation director. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that they're taking time to like really make cool action sequences. I just I wish there was more.
1: <laughs> it is, and I do think it can be a little generic at times. I mean, you were just talking a minute ago about the uh, the episode with the guy in the wheelchair. And that episode was weird. That's a weird episode. Yeah.
0: Well, and like, I remember when they introduced the Walnut character, this like mysterious hacker that's dressed like a chipmunk or whatever. And it's, and it's just a uh, uh, anime child. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sitting here and I, I'm telling, telling Robin, like, I guarantee you that they're going to take this mask off this Walnut character and it's going to be like a cute little lowly con girl. Cause it always is. Every fucking show, the hacker is this like tiny little maybe maybe she's twenty-five but looks ten. I don't know. Every show does it, and she probably types with her feet. I don't think she's done that yet.
1: But no, it's I, like holding out though.
0: Fingers they, crossed. They have that in Other Side Picnic. I'm pretty sure that happens in Chaos Head. That's a show nobody watched. I watched Chaos Head. But-, but actually when they took off uh, Chipmunk character's mask. It ended up being the drunk MILF, who's my favorite character. It doesn't get enough screen time.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Um, so <laughs> I might be overthinking this, but I know when the show came out, episode one, we talked in particular how Mika was like a really positive uh, example of a black character in an anime. And then we did episode six, where the first line in the thing is like, hey, Mika, you buy enough fucking watermelon? And I could not believe what I was watching. Am I out
1: of my mind? I I don't think that that was. Uh, I mean, let's put it this way: if he had been, oh my god, you bought a bunch of watermelon. That's and That's exactly chicken? what the line was. Okay,
0: <laughs> not the both parts, but you like
1: know what I'm saying, but like, but watermelon is also like a really Japanese thing. So I don't, I don't think that that's like necessarily. I don't know, been man. Really good about it so far. I don't, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, but I feel I, like. I thought it was very silly, but I, I thought like maybe I'm overthinking this because like Robin didn't think that was
1: crazy. I'm like I don't know. <laughs> I don't like the trust whole anime. Was full of watermelon. She. It was like two or three melons, and the girl was just like, I don't want to chop it. I guess I just
0: expect <laughs> anime to disappoint me at every turn, <laughs> and so I'm looking for reasons to be disappointed. But yeah. uh, all right, maybe I'm overthinking that moment. Possibly, but I know, again, if, I, I, a, if
1: there is an episode about him loving fried chicken, then maybe,
2: maybe, possibly. Oh yeah, I mean, so far, so far, Mika has. I've been cool with everything that's going on with Mika. My only thing is like, why is his hair like that? I like, have I mean, to it look at a just, picture. it could just be that he's. He could just be like a dude from the 80s, and he was just like, hey, I'm really into Prince, so I straightened my hair, but just, ew. <laughs>
0: I know his voice actor was in Baki,
2: the, the uh,
0: English voice actor. I don't know if the dub is out yet, because we is were going to watch the first episode dubbed the other day just to see how it turned up, and I don't think it had been released uh, at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's a guy named Bob Carter, and okay. he, like, he's Who like a- he in the narrator. <laughs> he's like a banker during the day, which is very funny. Really? If you go to his ANN cool. page, it's like, Bob works at a bank.
1: Like, so is he just like bank.
0: nightlight as a, as an anime? Cause he's not in a lot of stuff.
1: Hmm. Oh, okay. I, I just realized we forgot to, mo- I mentioned the most important thing. I'm such an, an that idiot. That uh,
0: has a fake heart. That's probably going to get blown up at some point.
1: No, no. Yeah. Her uh, robot yes. heart is cool, but no, the greatest thing in episode six we uh, were introduced to her house and it turns out that Chisato is a giant action film cinephile. Her house is like littered with, I recognize several there, it has like a Matrix Blu-ray there's a, what I think is John Wick there's Die Hard, there's oh. Rambo. Yeah, that they, the they did a,
0: they panned a, okay. on her DVDs in the first episode.
2: Okay. Yeah. I just want to say, uh, it's, it's great that that's what you pointed out about with uh, Chisato's house and not the fact that like her house is like a fake house with her <laughs> real house underneath. That's what I thought you were going to say too. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously I care more about her movie
1: choices. She's definitely like, and I I saw a Twitter clip from I think episode, the one that just dropped maybe and I think she does like a Bruce Lee pose from Into the Dragon. So yeah, she does. Chisato's just a giant cinephile. Love to see like, it. Well, then when... They, those
0: two guys break into the house. She's like, "Ah, this happens a couple times a month. I'll be right back."
2: Right? <laughs> yeah. Bam, oh bam. yeah. Don't they also mention something about there being like dude licorice as well? They do, and I don't think they've been on camera yet. Yeah. No. Not at all. It's like hype on a anime. Like, yeah, there's guys. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like you every know? anime nowadays. It's like, yeah, no, we don't, we don't put dudes on screen. We don't want you thinking about these girls possibly dating dudes.
0: Well, they have to keep their Moe purity. I do explain exactly. Moe purity to Robin yesterday oh, when we oh. watched, uh, the Higa hero or whatever. Oh, okay. Did, I was did like, you bring up, did you bring up the whole debacle with I Hirano back in the day? I did not. I just talked about how like this show is really wholesome right now, but there's definitely like a protector fetish. <laughs> that could like show its evil eye at some point <laughs> you can't ruin her the reason the reason the guy couldn't sleep with her wasn't because he didn't want to it's because it would ruin her moe purity
2: but you don't see don't that know, as much just a these days could happen yeah you really yeah you know you don't see so much like uh, oh my goodness this girl had sex i'm gonna burn all my anime dvds
0: well there's also just not a lot of anime that has sex anyway right
1: you're not in a like in a regular adult way like what maybe (laughs) Fujiko mine
0: oh (laughs) i'm so happy that you said Fujiko mine because if you said redo of healer i would have ended this
1: podcast (laughs) i I don't even i I would never say that
0: (laughs) um we've got about 16 minutes noel wanted to talk about zom 100
2: yeah you wanted to it is such a good manga uh, it is. It's a great manga. I, I mean, I started reading because of your recommendation. So and
0: I picked up volume one just totally, because I'll go to Kinokuniya or Barnes & Noble and just buy things that look interesting. Because uh, I quit drinking and I have a lot more money to spend on nonsense now. <laughs> uh, and so it all goes into manga. Uh, so I, I saw it, because I think the first volume is pink. And so it like shot out on the shelf. like, oh, what is this? I'm holding it right
2: now. It's like, it's pink and it's, uh, Akira riding a motorcycle with a Shizuka on the back.
0: So this is from Haro Aso, who is the writer, I believe of Alice in Borderland.
2: Okay. Yes. I had heard about that. And like, Uh, I've, I've yet to dive into any Alice in Borderland, but I keep hearing that it's like, good. It has that Netflix show.
0: I bought the first two volumes because I liked this so much, but I haven't read them yet. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the, uh, the artist is Kotaro uh, Takata, which yes. I'm looking at their, at least in the back of the book, what it lists, I'm not familiar with a lot of this. It says Hallelujah Overdrive and uh, I Am Sherlock, but I, I don't know those ones.
2: Okay, I was about to say I know Haraluya Overdrive, but I'm thinking of Hariluya 2 Boy. <laughs> uh, so, this manga, it starts off with our, our
0: main character, Akira. He yeah, is working a really shitty job. He's just like a
2: salary man. Yeah, I think he does like, wasn't it like he does data entry for like a movie production studio? It's something ridiculous like that, like a really mundane.
0: Yeah job at something that's mildly cool
2: cuz i know it was something like he went to school cuz he wanted to like work on movies and then this was the job he got so he
0: it's, this is relevant cuz i'm seeing a lot of articles about quiet quitting lately <laughs> quiet quitting is when you do the job you were paid to do and you don't work off the clock It's people that go home concept going home at the end of your shift
2: going to work. Like
0: Yeah. It's people that show up on time and leave when their shift is over and don't do work calls on the weekend. Like what you're supposed to do. So uh, Akira is the polar opposite. He's working these like forty hour shifts, sleeping under his desks. Yeah, he's you know Barely eating. They'll go out to the bar, and then he'll be like, yeah. "Well, will see you guys tomorrow." And they're like, "We're going back to the office."
2: Actually. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Oof. how much
0: data could he possibly need to
2: enter? Yeah, at seriously. Three in the it's, morning. It's really, yeah, it's really like you just see it, and it's like you see that it's like super unhealthy. I've
0: worked in offices, and I can tell you that there's barely enough things to do in your eight-hour day. You spend at least right. three of those hours fucking off
2: exactly yeah like i'm in an office right now and yeah that's (laughs) so uh, then it must be by the
0: end of the first chapter i think the first chapter is probably pretty long uh there's a zombie invasion apocalypse i don't know where the zombies come from doesn't really matter right what matters is that now is is that he doesn't have to go to work and have to go
2: to work and like he is just he's over the moon he's like oh man zombies no work Guess I'll go home and play some video games. It's, it's incredible legend.
0: It made me think of how I felt when we had to shut down the entire movie industry due to Mm. coronavirus, which like zombies killing everybody. Not good. Pandemic, not good, but having a surplus of free time after being worked into the ground, (laughs) that's pretty good. And so right, you start seriously. to do things that you would not have either had time to do or didn't think you'd ever get to do. And that's where the title
2: comes from is he right, makes a bucket list. He makes a bucket list of the dead. Things to do before like, he becomes a zombie. Right. Which was it, I think it starts off with like 38.
0: Oh yeah. I it's yeah. The title implies that he's going to start with a hundred, but he kind of adds things as, as, as he's going.
2: Right. I Because what is it like uh I know one of them is like he wanted to ride a Harley Davidson and he got that because he just like he just went out in the city and he's like, Oh man, found a sweet motorcycle, let's ride it.
0: Yeah, some of them are really simple, like I want to drink beer all day and play video games. Some are more uh not elusive, more I guess symbolic, like and also I want to be a superhero.
2: Yeah. And also like weirdly specific, like the, I want to have drinks with a bunch of flight attendants. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. For the most part, every chapter is one of the items on the bucket list. There's at least where I'm at. Occasionally there's two, two chapters in a row.
2: Right. Yeah. The, the place where I got was, uh, he'll, he'll like get through a couple just either jokingly or just like, uh, or just incidentally.
0: Yeah, because I imagine that they're not going to be able to keep that pace for long,
2: right? And I mean the the best way I could think to describe it is think of like zombie apocalypse One Piece. Nice, nice. Because like, because yeah, he also like uh, gets you know more crewmates along the way, and they're all about like, hey, yeah, let's uh, let's all add stuff to this uh, this list cuz I know I know you said you read volume 4 was that the one where his old boss comes back
0: No that's in volume 3 I think okay. where his boss has like a mini commune and then they get invaded yeah. and he has to save the day
2: Yeah his boss basically does a Walking Dead where he's like yeah I got my community here and you can you can survive here but you got to work and and that's like terrifying to akira because for the last two or three volumes he's been just like he's just been living it up and just doing whatever he felt like doing so the prospect that now he has to work again is like it's worse than any zombie
0: it's it's a very fun manga so far Uh, i don't know if at where you're at if it feels like there's a bigger like overarching story. I know that where I'm at, he's like on his way to visit his parents, but that's just an excuse to travel and do stuff
2: along the way. So, yeah. So uh, volume five and six are, are squarely involved with him, like uh, being with the parents. I don't want to give too much away, but like there's a big arc there Okay, where it, where like one thing you kind of learn is that Akira is not the only one who, who like came to this, uh, the, who looked at like the zombie infection and said like, Hey, this is now an opportunity for me to do all the things that I wanted to do. Like there are other people who come up with bucket lists. Oh, that's cool. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: for some reason I thought there was an anime green lid, but I'm on the Wikipedia the- and there is not, there is a movie that's, Okay. Uh, It looks like it came out in June. Really? Hmm. So it says, or no, maybe they, oh wait, they greenlit a movie. So June 7th, uh, Netflix announced that they were making a live action film.
2: So that's pretty cool. It seems like something that would work really well in live action. It really does. And I mean, like Netflix was successful with that Alice in Borderland show. So why not?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They probably, you know, already had a deal with the, with the writer. Uh, yeah, I it's it's a hard one to talk about, I think, because at least where I'm at it is very episodic. just like, mm-hmm. hey, uh, I want to eat the best sushi in Japan right and that'll yes, be a whole so chapter. They have to
2: like, yeah, because they have to like get the fish to the sushi chef. and it get, yeah, it gets like this very, you know wholesome scene where he's just like, hey, you know, I never thought I'd be able to serve sushi to anybody again, but that, you guys helped me do that.
0: That guy did say something that really bothered me, because he's like, "I what did he say? Like I missed my daughter's birth and like my wife's funeral, but just so I could make sushi better. But you guys really liking my sushi made it all worth it." I'm like, "Really, guy?
1: Yeah, he's committed to the craft, man." That's what you're thinking at the end of the world. All right. Honestly, I like that format sound though. I because it that sounds you know how we used to get like longer series of, you know, and it would be like 26 episodes and you would get a lot of like random stuff that was not quote unquote, like the main plot. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I think this is a good balance, right. Of finding like, Oh yeah, we can do random stuff. Cause it's just his bucket list. Right. Yeah. And, but we don't, you know, it's, but the series is enough connection to it that you still feel like, okay, like I'm on that route, but we can kind of, you know, like people's lives are big and varied. And so rather than this being like a very narrow view, of a character like it's all about his one hobby or something like it sounds like a much more naturalistic approach despite the like you know this the like crazy apocalyptic scenario they're
2: in yeah it's very much like a zombie road trip sort of thing like uh i think you're zombie lands or what have you
0: yeah it's it's similar i would say similar storytelling approach to like a pokemon or inuyasha (laughs) like they're on the way to something bigger but mm. they stop in different areas to do whatever that chapter is about that week.
2: Yeah, because there's like the hot springs thing where it's like they try to rest in the hot springs. But like all the hot springs have zombies in them. Yeah. Oh, Classic. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shoot. We didn't talk about uh, Beatrix at all. Oh, yeah. The weeaboo character. Yeah. Like, I do it. It's which. Yeah. There's like a, a character introduced to. Like she's a she's a German college student who went to Japan because she is like, I love me some nippon, I love samurai and ninja and and sushi and all that that good stuff. Yeah, she loves sushi and uh garuga mesh. (laughs) I was gonna say that too. Like, do
0: you like sushi? I love sushi
2: and Japan. (laughs) Yeah, that Uh, is in general, but yeah, and so so yeah, she's very much about like Jap Japan and Japanese culture and I'm I'm like really surprised because she also has like huge tits and I feel like any other manga that would just be a constant joke.
0: Well, give it time.
2: <laughs> I mean, th- as far as I've seen, like yeah, no, aside from the hot springs show and like aside from the hot springs uh chapter and the comments about like how the yukata was too tight that's that's the only time it's been brought up yeah it's i guess it isn't very
0: horny for what it implies sometimes yeah no like i mean i mean the most is like there's i think in the first or second chapter you saw some naked titties yes but it does not do that like ever
2: yeah, I mean at most uh there was like a chapter where Akira and kensho his like old college buddy go on Tinder. So I don't know like, if
0: I've gotten that part yet.
2: Oh shoot, yeah, they it's like a side chapter like they they're like oh man, we we want to go on Tinder and meet ladies, but oh no, the internet's down so they go to like a like a server terminal and get the internet back on so that they can get on Tinder oh and they, f- <laughs> yeah. And they find a lady and they go to meet her, but now she's been turned into a zombie and they're of like, course. Oh man. And then they also do one where they like make a, a, like an animate style hunk of meat, like the stuff you see in one piece of oh dragon ball. Yeah. Cause that's on his list too. To be Goku. To, yeah. To like, to eat some, some meat, like Goku would eat.
0: <laughs> well,
2: I, I like this manga a lot.
0: Uh, it sounds like you do as well.
2: Oh yeah. Ab- absolutely. This love it.
0: is, I think it is technically available, uh, digitally if that is your style, it, but
2: yeah, it is. Cause I like, I know I couldn't find, uh, any volumes after one. So, oh, that's like, that's rough. Yeah, volumes like two to five I, I had to get on Comixology.
0: Uh, but yeah, it's, it's available print and digital, I guess, pending supply and demand, supply right. chain nonsense. I believe mm-hmm. uh, it is available on Right Stuff because I did just order uh, volume one and volume seven because yeah, I thankfully. lent somebody my first volume and I just decided to buy a new one because I figured they probably ruined it
2: yeah thankfully no one bones a zombie in this show so like you know like i mean (laughs) so it's still on right stuff oh yeah that's
0: fair yeah but uh yeah it's it's a good time and i hope that they make an anime or like it could work as a anime movie i guess a live action movie would be cool yeah
2: i'll definitely be watching the movie when i see it come out yeah
0: so uh yes definitely recommend that one this is Gonzo. Gonzo.moe, no-name anime show. We got a lot more done than I thought. We talked right. about Vic, we talked about shaving, uh, <laughs> talked a lot about recoils, and we talked about zombies. If you want to hear right. us talk about more stuff, go to Gonzo.moe, you can find all of our episodes. I believe this is episode 39 of this show, so there's 38 other yep. episodes. Mm. Uh, and then there's obviously the news broom, there's tons of those. Uh, what did I say? Spotify, Google. I
2: was iTunes. going to ask you: Had you been like keeping track of the numbers of these episodes so we know to do something interesting for fifty? Or I
0: like do. Uh, I keep track of the ones for the No Name show, but oh, okay. not like in a super public way. If you go to the web, uh, the the what do you call it? the blog notes? It'll say at the bottom like which episode number it is. Hmm. But I don't put it in the title. Uh, The news broom, since I label them by date, I have to just go into my thing and highlight everything and see how many there are. Okay. But yes, uh, this is episode 39 for those who are interested.
2: Yep. Uh, 30 more and and we can be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're already (laughs) stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening and we will see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.